Hey, I'm Kavita Golia, your host of Tuned In. I've created this podcast because I want to explore how self-development and transformation can be achieved in so many different ways. I have a passion for music, psychedelic research, breathwork, embodiment, and connection with ourselves and others. In this podcast, you can expect to hear stories and journeys from all walks of life, from people who are inspiring in the world of personal growth. This is a place where we can speak honestly and authentically, a space where taboo subjects are explored and a place for us to form a community of open-hearted and open-minded people. I'm joined by Arta Paulins, creator of Breathwork Academy. Arta is working internationally to transform our access to daily calm through coaching and breathwork. Arta was one of the first instructors trained directly from Wim Hof, and he now uses an array of tried and tested breathwork practices to help individuals to cultivate well-being, resilience, and inner strength. So I met Arta when I was actually assisting on a seminar for transformational breathwork, and the reason why I was quite interested in what he had to say was because he really goes into different types of breath work rather than just looking at one and using that. And I really like the way that he looks at everything and sort of makes, brings it all together. And also the fact that you're really calm and complete opposite to me. So I'm just like, wow, this guy is chilled. <laughs> I rediscovered breath work once again, and that was a really useful tool at the time coping not just with my hobby of training and competing but actually with life coping with the busy job and with the lifestyle living in London you know and that came really handy. Someone who's maybe on the edge of burning out or being overly stressed doesn't necessarily need to do intensive Wim Hof method of breathing or transformational breath maybe they need something more relaxing and and vice versa someone might need that stimulation so it's I think it's really important to find the thing that works and funny enough from you know that I run this course Breathwork Academy and I work with people and, and groups of people and it's always interesting to see how some people gravitate towards certain techniques and certain techniques techniques they just hate. So obviously a few questions and um, I'm really interested in what your journey is like into coming into this work initially what brought you to Breathwork and where you are today. Mm, that's a um, Long story. My interest initially was with martial arts, and because uh, I've been training and competing in martial arts since about age 15, and at some point I, I, I was actually always curious about meditation and Buddhist monks and all of those kind of things. It fascinated me. The image of it fascinated me, and and um, at the time I was training. I was in university. I was training and competing and. I realized that I had all the knowledge and kind of advice I could get on training my body, but yeah. there was no real way of kind of addressing my mental states or like addressing if I'm anxious or if I'm overwhelmed or stressed. I didn't really have good tools for that, right? And that's obviously mm-hmm. a big part of uh, competition and training. And and um, that's how I actually got curious uh, about meditation. 
And funny enough, at the time, obviously, no one in my circle of friends or, or acquaintances was into meditation or breathing or any of these things. And, and that's how I uh, actually coach, my coach in martial arts recommended reading a book on freediving. And it was a book by a freediver and it talked a lot about pranayama and breathing techniques. And that basically was the first exposure uh, into meditation. And that was, first practice for me was the breathing, was kind of pranayama breathing techniques to meditate. And uh, that was initial exposure and that really helped at the time. And having something like this, having the practice for me to uh, get familiar with the response of my mind via the breathing. And then obviously years later, I um, continued training, continued competing. And only when I was already in London working a busy city job, and um, I rediscovered breathwork once again, and that was a really useful tool at the time, coping with, not just with my hobby of training and competing, but actually with life, coping with the busy job and yeah. with the lifestyle living in London, you know, and that came really handy when I had already some of this practice, and then I just dove deeper and deeper and continued exploring it. How long ago was this? When did you start all of this? About 2011, 2010. Uh, 2012 I think yeah. yeah and when I started actually when I first did my first training in breath and, and with Wim Hof that was in 2016 right that was the first training I'd, I'd done properly and, and, and invested in learning from teacher you know yeah because you use a lot I mean as you see you use a lot of the whole cold like that nice fast and everything I haven't done any of that yet and I'm yeah. just kind of like I'm trying to have a cold shower in the morning and I just can't even really do that and I'm just like so it does take your breath away it really does yes. take your breath away and so I can see why that practice is so valuable but yeah I'm a bit of a I should I should take a leaf out of your book and like <laughs> like try yeah. so your first um, training you did was Wim Hof yes and then what went on from there so you started that because of Obviously, you've been adding other practices yeah. and into that. So, what's been the journey with the whole breath work, the practices? At the start, that was the um, obviously Wim Hof method with breath and ice, and then I started exploring different things, not just breath work. But then, next step for me was actually learning uh, from Patrick McEwen with Oxygen Advantage and Buteco. So that was kind of the next development of me looking into using the breathing for. Uh, performance and and also health respiratory health and how to use the breathing in kind of very scientific and and uh, researched way right so that was kind of my next exploration but at the same time I also already left my regular job and in architecture and and then I moved into all of this field and carried on on to doing like um, yoga teacher training uh, then started coaching as a personal trainer and combining all of those things and exploring that all of the breath work and and uh, and movement and other practice. So that was like long journey of exploration for the last five years. And um, and then yeah, then I also did the transformational breath training, which is another different extreme of mm. using the breath. And that's where I met you, obviously. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty powerful. Pretty powerful that one. I, I kind of went the other way around from yoga and then coming into breath work later. Yeah. But breath work's been the one that's really really blew out of the water for me what do you feel that 
I mean, I don't know, there's not going to be one benefit, but obviously there's loads of different benefits. But what would you say, I don't know, if I said to you, what are the top two or three benefits of breathwork, what would you say they are? I would say that's self-awareness, probably the most essential. And I see, uh, we all know the benefits of meditation and, and, and that's been researched for years. And, and uh, what breathwork gives us, uh, gives us ability to not just sit down and try to use our mind to calm down our mind, but actually we can use the breathing and use the breathing to calm down our physiology, our nervous system that is overly stimulated. And then we can access the calm state of mind. And through that, we can actually observe what's happening. What are we experiencing? What are we thinking? What are we feeling? And, and that gives us a self-awareness to notice the patterns, notice the behaviors. And through the awareness, we have a chance to change those behaviors, behaviors that might not be um, as productive or as useful and and all those things can change only if we have the awareness at the as a foundation right and and use of the breathing gives that awareness whether you're practicing pranayama whether you're practicing Wim Hof method whether you're practicing transformational breath right all of those give in the different ways but all of them give this uh, insight into yourself yeah and connection with the present moment right when you're breathing totally so much which isn't always easy to do do you think that there's there's certain practices that are better for people and you know do you think it's like a one size fits all or do you think that people should come to different kinds of practices due to what they want to get out of it or where they are in their life or yeah I don't know what are your opinions on that yeah I feel Definitely, there's no such thing as one fits one size fits all. Because um, someone who's maybe on the edge of burning out or being overly stressed doesn't necessarily need to do intensive Wim Hof method breathing or transformational breath. Maybe they need something more relaxing, and and vice versa. Someone might need that stimulation. So it's I think it's really important to find the thing that works and. Uh, Funny enough, from you know that I run this course, Breathwork Academy, and I work with people and, and groups of people, and it's always interesting to see how some people gravitate towards certain techniques, and certain techniques techniques they just hate, and um, and I'm totally cool with that. You know, I don't have necessarily any strong attachment or feeling to particular breathing practice or method or technique. I feel all of them are applicable in the right time, and I think people should discover them for themselves and find what works and get a general sense for them. And uh, once they have that general sense for different ways of using the breath, they can be more effective at finding the state of calm. Yeah, brilliant. What would you say was your go-to practice when you're feeling a little bit, you know, not grounded or you're just feeling like, oh my God, I'm not really feeling centered? What is the main practice that you use Mm. or practices? You know how we all have sort of like, okay, I know what works for me. I know what's going to bring me back to my centre. Yeah. What what are yours? Actually, it has evolved over time. And in the past, I would um, do maybe an intensive breathwork practice, something... 
um, more like conscious connected breathing, right? Yeah. And uh, similar to transformation of breath. But um, these days, oftentimes I do less. And I oftentimes just switch off and just take time off from everything. You know, my um, current practice mostly is meditation and just sitting and observing what's happening within without actually trying to control my mind too much. And I find if I get overwhelmed, I, uh, I would switch off everything and I would oftentimes go out and try to find some nature and spend some time outdoors without any uh, stimulation, you know, and basically whether for me nowadays, this is either going outside and spending time in the quiet on my own without anything, without any distractions, any stimulation to get grounded to kind of switch off from everything or sometimes it can be also kind of my own conscious connected breathing practice for 20 minutes or 30 minutes or so yeah which actually leads me on to my next question because we were talking about this weren't we, when you were talking about covid and mm. how going back home and how you know your mindset or your view of where you want to be or what you want to do like quite changed quite dramatically totally. over, with having time on your own and and I think, yeah, I just want to ask you more about that, like what, what you found during that time, what were your biggest takeaways from that experience? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely that taken almost a six month period where I was just traveling, living in Greece, uh, then in Mexico, then I went home to Latvia, spent some time there with family. And it was uh, really good to kind of remove myself from the usual patterns of doing things and, and thinking in certain ways. and. It was really good break and and especially when I spent time in Greece, I was living in this deserted beach town and, uh, for three months and I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the quiet of the nature and and having more time to myself to think and I could still do some of my work remotely, do it online and I realized that that was actually more conducive to uh, to what I want to do, to be in a good state for me to then to be able to show up um, for people, right? Whether that's coaching sessions or even guiding courses online, I could still be more present and less uh, overstimulated, you know? And the case in London oftentimes is that there's so many things to do, there's so much stuff happening, which is great, which is exciting, but I realized the value of slowing down for myself so then I can be more present and grounded uh, than to show up for others. Yeah, and I actually saw um, like a meme the other day, it was like a meme, but it was quite powerful in that if you are coaching, it's not like you show up for people for our, our coaching, you're basically, they're actually having a part of what your life is, right? Yeah. You can't really just be like not living what you preach and then just be like, oh yeah, I've got like an hour coaching session. I'm going to be this person because, you know, and all the, all the things that everyone says, like the cliches um, about you can only take people as deep if you've gone yourself. And it's so, so true. And, and when you're living from that authenticity, it's so much more powerful and you can, you really do have to live what you preach, don't you? And it's, yeah, and it's, yeah, and it's powerful when you do definitely something I've learned the last year <laughs> um, on to your Breathwork Academy actually I know that you've um, you're starting one in September beginning of September the 2nd right? 
Yes. yes. Um, so yeah, tell me a bit more about that and who comes on them, you know, how many people you have, what it's about. I only take on 15 people for this course. It's like six weeks where I, uh, and purposefully I call it Breathwork Academy, not necessarily anything specific uh, in terms of specific techniques. And I basically share a lot of techniques I have explored, tried, applied for myself, and I know they have been really effective for me. And my attempt with the academy with the six weeks is actually create a space where people can not just you know receive a list of techniques they write down in their notebook and they know how to use technique A for a fix of an issue B right and, and just kind of use that as a, as a way of fixing something right yeah. but my attempt with it actually is give people a chance to practice certain techniques for extended period of time and integrate them in a deeper level where they are able to in case they face situation in life when they need some sort of breathing tool right they're not necessarily have to they don't necessarily have to go back in their notes and look for okay i need to do this a b c d but they hopefully are more able to do it more instinctively and intuitively and through that be better equipped to uh, respond to situations in life instead of reacting them impulsively, right? And and that's been that's been a great experience to to have these courses because every time there's um, six weeks, there's people who are tuning in for the group calls. Uh, so it's structured in a way that there's uh, recorded content where people can practice on their own time, obviously on demand, but also they have we have uh, like a group calls where everyone gets to meet each other and also share basically what works for them what doesn't some people share tips on how to you know practice in the mornings or what what they enjoy what they don't so it's it becomes a really cool community aspect as well which is which has been really really rewarding for me to yeah to have that as well you know and i find find oftentimes people learn from each other more than they learn from me yeah yeah because you do have that do you have like a facebook community is that is it kind of like that, like a group where everyone can kind of interact? Is it like yeah, it's, it's basically built everything on my website. I yeah. don't use Facebook. Okay. But uh, yeah, basically, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's great because people do start like supporting each other totally. and giving tips totally. on their own little thing, and you'll be in there. And yeah, it's it's really great. And I've been on a few courses like that where we've actually ended up creating our own little yes. community and support. And yeah, and it's yeah, it's really really good. Yeah. So you kind of, do you go through, obviously, the different types of breath work, you, you give everyone a taste of each one? Yeah, there's different techniques that I've learned from different teachers, and they yeah. kind of get a broad overview of a lot of practices, and, and that's where actually it shows up, that some people do like more intensive breath yeah. work techniques, some people hate them, some people want something more calming, and, and they get a chance to explore and kind of... And it's always interesting to speak at the end of the course and see what are they taking away or even oftentimes I reconnect with people who've done the course, you know, months and weeks later and what are their practice? They're so different and everyone chooses their own practice, yeah. which is uh, which is really awesome because that's what I want to, to offer people, not necessarily like, hey, do this, yeah, do absolutely. that, but actually give them a chance to get to know their own mind and body through that. And then, yeah, so you're back at Academy, is it, do you say you're going to, you're, the, the, it's been released already? It's so it's kind of, 
Has it been released? Yet. No, it's going to be released on my newsletter. So that's where people who are subscribed they get an access first. So they get because it's limited to okay. 15 people. Yeah. So they get an email when the registration goes live. So if anyone's interested, they can just subscribe and they will have a chance to join. So your because your for your Instagram, which is just what's your Instagram handle? At Artupolis. And then your website is www. I'm Kavita Golia and thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share with anyone who would benefit. And if you really enjoyed it, please add five stars on Apple Podcasts as this really helps me to connect with more people. Don't forget to subscribe. If you would like to read more about me, head over to my website, www.kavitagolia.com.